0: This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello, and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, April 17th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWoskin. Matt, how you doing?
1: Doing. I'm doing okay.
0: Yeah? Doing okay? Yeah. We are recording on Sunday, so happy Easter to you, sir.
1: Happy Easter to you as well. Happy Passover to our Jewish uh, Jewish listeners.
0: Yeah. Do you celebrate or participate at all?
1: Not anymore, no. Well,
0: no, no. I am far too goy, so I don't know exactly what goes into Passover. Exactly, is that something you did growing up?
1: Yes, you, you you put on itchy pants. You you go to your aunt's house. Uh, you read from from a book for what seems like an eternity. Okay. And then and then you eat.
0: <laughs> oh boy, that sounds sounds okay. Doesn't sound like the worst. It, yeah.
1: No, it's not. That you said those itchy pants, man. I. It was, you knew it was Passover when when your mom was putting out the, the itchy wool pants.
0: Oh, boy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Well, we are going to look at picks for Monday through Thursday for the upcoming week. Uh, first, we can look at what happened over the weekend. Matt, we had Tyler Anderson on Friday in San Francisco. Yeah. Did not go great. No. It was, was, it was not great. Didn't get pounded, but. It wasn't good. I have to brag about Tyler Chatwood, our first shutout of the year. He yeah. did much better there. He handled the Giants. Uh, complete game, shutout. Uh, and, uh, yeah, four strikeouts. I wish he had more than that, but mm. that's okay.
1: I I, I I like your optimism in the first strikeout. Or, I'm sorry, the first shutout of the season.
0: Yeah, of the many, many.
1: I'm implying that they're going to be multiple.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, anything else stick out to you from the weekend?
1: From the weekend, you know th- this Brewers team isn't that bad.
0: No, oh, not at all, and and still not boring.
1: No, they're 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 you win- know they're playing close games, winning them. I mean, mm-hmm. this team has been actually a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, a lot more fun than the White Sox, who've been nothing but misery.
0: <laughs> yeah, and looks like on Sunday you had Tyler Skaggs have a pretty okay game for you too.
1: Yes, he was confident.
0: I was hoping for a little bit more against you. But but that was good. Actually, yeah.
1: Nate Carnes even had a nice start.
0: Nate Carnes too. We had an okay weekend. Friday didn't go okay with Father Anderson, Rather other than that, we did alright. Mm. So Matt, you got anything else before we wanna get into these picks?
1: No, let's get into the picks.
0: Okay. So I'm looking at Monday for starts. Monday is the very, very early Red Sox game every April. They are going to play Tampa Bay at 8 a.m., so if you're setting weekly picks or something, make sure you get that on Monday. Although, talking to the future, you listening to this podcast, there's not a very good chance that you listen to this before that game. But anyway, early, early game there. Uh, I had a bunch of guys that stick out to me on Monday, and I think, I mean, do you like Stephen Wright getting Blake Snell? I kind of like both of those guys, I just don't like picking guys up against the Red Sox. Are you thinking about it at all?
1: No, honestly, I really wasn't thinking about Stephen Wright or Blake Snell in this scenario.
0: I like both pitchers. I like Stephen Wright. I like them both, but it's not the matchup for me. I don't know. Fenway also scares me a little bit, too. Our boy Lance Lynn is still around at 38%, totally eligible. Mm. Matt, your boy Derek Holland is going to Yankee (laughs) Stadium. He's been okay so far. He's been okay. I mean, it's only been two starts, but he's definitely surpassed what you expected. I'm sure. A whip under one. Are you even thinking about trusting Derek Holland?
1: He's he's got nine strikeouts in twelve innings.
0: Yeah, not in Yankee Stadium, maybe, but in general.
1: I don't think much of Derek Holland. No, he's he kind of reminds me of Matt Latos from last year, where he had, <laughs> he had like a reasonably competent month, and then just like the wheels fell off, and he was fat and bad and gone.
0: Yeah, that was. I forgot about that. Matt Latos. Fat Latos, if you will. Oh, no. There you go. If you're insisting that he was fat, I mean, that just, that just you know.
1: Okay, he's not a skinny man. I mean,
0: <laughs> I'm kind of
1: curious what it says in his ESPN bio here.
0: Yeah. Do you like Jaime Garcia getting the Padres? He's been bad so far.
1: Okay. Matt Latos is so fat that they've taken the weight off of his bio on ESPN.
0: <laughs> I'm not sure that's how that works, but that is worth noting for sure. Uh, do you like Jaime Garcia getting the Padres? It's not in Petco.
1: I do like that a lot.
0: Yeah. He's been bad so far on the very short season, but that is a talented pitcher.
1: Okay. You're Matt. Le- Matt Le- I'm sorry. Matt Latho, 6'6", 225. Maybe like in his like senior year of high school, it's that's all he weighed. When he was the White Sox, he was, <laughs> he, he was just
0: Not possible. Not yeah. possible. No. Yeah. Let's see who else here. Your boy, Kyle Gibson gets the Indians. That's way too tough of a matchup, right?
1: I would agree, yeah, Too tough matchup.
0: Yeah. The last name that I'm thinking about, I mean, Brandon McCarthy gets the D-backs. Do you like Brandon McCarthy at all? Also eligible?
1: I like Brandon McCarthy, then against the D-backs.
0: Yeah, that's a little bit scary for me. The last name I'm looking at here, I think our boy Charlie Morton gets the Angels. And I'm thinking about him or Lance Lynn. And I think this is a really good matchup for Charlie Morton, just because, as we've talked about, the Angels are really right-handed. Very, very right-handed, and Charlie Morton, in the past, before he gained some velocity and whatnot, struggled with lefties, so I think it's a good matchup for him. I think I like Lance Lynn as a pitcher a little bit more, Mm. and I'm not that scared of the Pirates, so even though he's struggling, I'm really between these two, absolutely. I'm going to go Charlie Morton, but I think Lance Lynn has a higher upside this year, but I'm going to take Charlie Morton just because it's a really good matchup for him. Uh, Should be able to handle righties, not that worried about the Angels. Matt, are you picking Morton or Lynn? Was I right there?
1: Uh, no, I was going to go with Jaime Garcia, actually.
0: Okay. Yeah, I like that, too. Is it trust in Jaime Garcia, or is it taking down the Padres for you? Both. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. I- I've said this before. I have a little bit of faith in the Padres lineup, at least more than the you know the pitching staff. Mm. But they're still not scary, right?
1: No, I just I, I look up and on the lineup, I don't see that. You know, you got Will Myers. Okay, he's reason a reasonably scary righty, but other than that,
0: Hunter Renfro. I love Hunter Renfro, but not okay. enough to not against so, yeah.
1: him. I'm I'm not really you know buying the power for Manuel Margot. I don't think that's for real. Mm-mm. Jan Jervis is Yan Jervis.
0: Yeah, I just don't think they're like a bottom five offense like they often have been in the past. But <sighs> I'm still not scared of them. I agree.
1: Okay, the White Sox are absolutely bottom five offense. Who else would you put in that category?
0: I mean, are you worried about the Braves? The Braves have added some guys, but they're still, they're still not pretty good far up. down okay, there. I would
1: include, yeah, White Sox, Braves.
0: We haven't seen much from the Rays yet, but they're not really scaring me they're on offense. No, they
1: would be in my bottom five. Uh, how do you feel about the Angels this year? I mean, they have Mike Trout, so they can't be a bottom five, right?
0: It'd be tough. Be tough, but at some point you got to look at it and you have to pick a bottom five. <laughs> Depending on how things shake out, I could see the Royals being dreadful.
1: Yes. Okay. There's your, there's four.
0: And this is guessing because yeah. who knows? This could all change a lot, but.
1: And I I think the Padres might be that number five offense.
0: The Phillies have the potential to be real bad too. <sighs> I Feel like.
1: I, I they, they got so many guys that I like in the Phillies offense though.
0: Yeah. It's possible. I don't know. That'll be interesting. There aren't that many dreadful ones. You you would have sent the twins, but the twins have a bunch of upside too. Uh,
1: I think actually, I think I, I I I would I would bump Padres for the twins. I think the twins would be my fifth yeah. worst offense, and I would bump the Padres out of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. So you like Jaime Garcia? Uh, I'm fine with that. I like Morton and I like Lance Lynn. How about for hitters, Matt? Who are you looking at for hitters on Monday?
1: Uh, for, for hitters, my C, I'm going to start with my C pick and go to my A. With my C pick, I'm going to stick with the Braves and go against Jared Weaver with Ender and Ciarte.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, I could see that. I like him. I've looked at him before. He's a little bit higher owned than I wanted. It's 43%.
1: 43,
0: I, understand. I understand. For a C
1: pick, I think that's totally acceptable. He's,
0: it's, he's It is very acceptable. He's been yeah. ab-
1: absolutely on fire this past week. He's, in fact, left-handed. Jared Weaver is, in fact, right-handed. You know, it's it's nice to have, but it's not... You know, and I mean, if if Jared Weaver were, were a lefty, it wouldn't necessarily scare me off because Jared Weaver is so miserable. But mm-hmm. the fact that you have the platoon split, you have the hot player, and you have the awful pitcher, I, I think that's that's three for three.
0: Yeah, no, I'm totally fine with that. I, I'm going to be picking on the Padres a lot, especially on the road this year. So yeah, absolutely. Who else are you looking at on Monday?
1: All right, my B pick. We've got Ariel Miranda playing against the uh, Miami Marlins in Seattle, so the DH will be in effect. Miami has a guy sitting on the bench by the name of Tyler Moore. He's probably going to sneak in there. He's he's really there just to kind of be their, their lefty bat, or sorry, their righty bat off the bench against lefties.
0: He's
1: uh-huh. And he's at 0% owned.
0: Right. That's the kind of guy in DFS that can help you a lot, for sure. Yeah. Not going to cost you anything, could sneak in there.
1: Tyler Moore's is my, my B pick, and my optimistic A pick, Mm-hmm. I'm picking against Derek Holland.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's how much you believe in him. Is he ready to pick against him?
1: And honestly, I I I I think a long hard look at the Yankee outfield, everybody way mm-hmm. too owned. Like Aaron Judge oh, yeah. is like up in like the 80 percent. I'm just like, really that high? Yeah. But one guy is not. Okay. That's Chris Carter at fifteen percent. Yeah.
0: Yeah. What's he at? Fifteen. Yeah, that's a good one. I've picked him. I like that. And you like him, I mean, getting a lefty, you know, I'm totally into that. that. That is a pick that I've already picked him, so I can't do it, but I, I like that.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Especially at 15%. It's yeah. good. Can't, can't pick him again until May is where we're at. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. I had some similar picks, certainly not the same picks, but cool. I was I was right there with you on a few of them. Putting this guy as my C pick, which is funny, but I don't think I'm going to use him. But Matt, AJ Griffin is getting the A's in the little owned left-handed bat there. This is the same pick you got the crown originally for. I'm going to recommend it again, Matt Joyce versus AJ Griffin. That's my C pick. That's my C pick.
1: It's like the exact pick that I made, isn't it? Like AJ it is. Griffin it's versus... how you got that
0: first homer, and I like it enough. He's still only 1% owned. It's his only homer of the year. Uh, probably not using it, but I'm using it at least as my C pick. So I'm I'm adding a little bit of shame into that by not taking it as my A pick. But gotcha. I'm gonna write it down if my first two fail. But I I want to at least recommend it again. I want it to be said on the show because it's uh it's useful. It's a good one. And then my B pick. How about Matt? Your boy Matt Davidson. Do you believe this at all? He started hot. He already has three homers.
1: No. I've I've, no. seen, I've, I've, just, I've seen him be too bad for too long. Yeah. Through, I think that he's just like anything more than like a four, you know, a quad A player.
0: Yes. But he is right-handed and he's going to Yankee Stadium and he's getting their lefty named Jordan Montgomery. So it's a, you know, a, a not used, a, a young left-hander in Yankee Stadium and he's right-handed and off to a hot start and he's 3% owned. That's enough for me to make him my B pick. You know, okay. that's that's way down there, but enough to at least think about it, to at least look at it. But my A pick, I'm also picking on Ariel Miranda, but I'm going to spend, as you would say, a little bit. I'm thinking of Miami Marlin, who's also been red hot, who's right-handed, who mashes lefties, who hits the ball real hard. Marcelo Zuna is off to a great start. Marcelo Zuna was kind of breaking out last year before he got hurt, and now he's back at it, not hurt, and he's been awesome. And he's at 90% owned, so I'm spending the 90 there. But I'm into it, for sure. If you believe in, you know, the stat cast stuff, exit velocity, he hits the ball hard and should enjoy a lefty. So I'm taking him, even though it's Safeco. That is the strike against him. I don't like him in Safeco. But that's okay. I think he can he can hit this. He hits it hard enough. It should be okay. Matt, again, on the Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Tuesday was a little bit thinner. Erod gets the Blue Jays, who have been ice cold, but you're still not sending a lefty to Toronto, right? No no uh how about amir garrett getting the orioles he's up to 44 percent owned he's been okay through two starts now you're thinking about him against the orioles i'm not i'm paying attention but i'm not picking him josh tomlin has her broken our hearts so far this year you think about him getting the twins no way with the twins right no absolutely not. he's been too bad and how about joe musgrove getting the angels huh?
1: that's actually not bad
0: that's not bad that's not bad that's okay I liked Andrew Triggs. He got moved around. He's now going on Tuesday. I think I'm going to take Andrew Triggs. I still believe in him. He hasn't allowed a run yet this year. Not enough strikeouts, but I believe in him. But I want to talk about the most interesting matchup of the week for us, maybe. Jimmy Nelson getting Brett Anderson. They've both been awesome so far. They're both hardly owned. Jimmy Nelson is a 1-3-8 ERA and a whip under one. Brett Anderson has an ERA under one are you thinking about either of these guys? Kind of a tough matchup for both, but they also have plenty of potential.
1: And I know on, on Nelson.
0: You just don't like Nelson? Or just can't take him against the Cubs ever?
1: Can't touch him against the Cubs. It's it, He's just like begging to get, you know, to get, to give him five runs and in five innings there.
0: Right. Even though he has handled them, but it's yeah. still pretty scary.
1: And Anderson, I think I like that match a, a bit better for him. I don't love it because the mm-hmm. Brewers can hit, believe it or not.
0: Yeah, they can. They have enough righties that scares me. Like Keon Broxton or Ryan Braun or Domingo Santana or something. It's just mm-hmm. going to wreck him. So I don't know. But I'm thinking about it.
1: Yeah, Agreed. I'm going, I'm going a different direction. Okay. Last week I took Jason Hamill and he kinda of burned me.
0: Yeah, he did. So, so you're taking week, Matt Cain now, opposite yeah, him.
1: Is, yeah, this week I'm I'm so mad that I'm I'm gonna stick with Matt Cain opposite of him.
0: I was kidding, are you actually taking Matt Cain? Yes. Why would you take Matt Cain?
1: First off he's he's had two starts. Yes. Reasonably well on the most recent one, he got roughed up in the one before that. Uh huh. This is more of a bet against Kansas City than it is a pick on of Matt Cain.
0: Uh, okay. That'll accept, but okay. He's been so bad for a while, but again, I think that...
1: He's been miserable for years. He's... Yeah. He's still... He's only 32 years old. I refuse... I'm not ready to say that he's done. Mm -hmm. The Royals just don't scare me whatsoever. His last start was actually really good against the D-backs.
0: Yeah. I could see it. I don't think it's nuts. It's only because it's the Royals. I don't trust Matt Cain, but I'm pretty down on the Royals offense. Mm. So, I can see that. That's a good argument, as any. That's fine. Okay. And then into hitters on Tuesday. I had a bunch to be honest. I had a long list of guys to pick from here, and I need to narrow it down. You can pick against Wei and Chen, which is how I got a Wilmer Flores homer. You can take some Baroness righties. You've mentioned you like Danny Valencia and Taylor Modder getting Wei and Chen, or getting you know lefties that they, they can use. Them they can they're cheap.
1: I, I was a day early on on Modder this week. He hit a home run the day after I picked him, which was kind of
0: annoying. Yeah. Brandon Moss gets Matt Cain, and Brandon Moss has not been great so far, but he has the power. I could see that. He's 16% owned. How about your boy Max Kepler? Only 27% owned gets uh, gets Josh Tomlin. What would you think about that?
1: I would think about that. Yeah, I think that's a good pick, actually.
0: Your boy Michael Conforto gets Zach Eflin in the Phillies. He's only 19% owned if he gets in there. I'm fine with that, too. That's my B pick. I'm working my way up. That's my B pick. Gotcha. And then I gotta pick against Ubaldo, right? Ubaldo's been as bad as you'd expect so far. He's been awful. He's going to Cincinnati. I'm just gonna get a red sitter in there. He's allowed five runs in each of his first two starts. He's he's being Ubaldo. He's he's doing what you what you need him to do from the other side. Mm-hmm. So I either want your boy Scott Shebler at four percent or take Billy Hamilton against Ubaldo. 94%. Spend the 94 and try and get that first stolen base. That's so, so important. Mm. And I'm thinking about it. It's two very different things and I want to just, you know, recommend some Reds guys in, in general. I think I'm going to go, yeah, I'll spend the money. I'll spend the, the quote unquote money, the currency, whatever you want to call it. I'm going to take Billy Hamilton. If he doesn't get in, I want Scott Shebler. and after that, I'll look at Conforto. But yeah, I'm going to take Billy Hamilton and try and get that first stolen base off of Ubaldo. But, yeah, I'm just all in on picking him, picking against him. Gotcha. Matt, how are you looking at?
1: Okay, Uh, my C pick is also Daniel Boncia, believe it or not.
0: Okay, yeah, I I do believe it. I think that's great.
1: Okay, Uh, my B pick, I'm also going to pick against you, Baldo. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to do so with with a lefty that is showing surprising power early on in the season. Okay. Uh, Scooter Gannett. Oh, goodness.
0: Okay, yeah. I don't love Scooter Gannett, but against DuBaldo, I say absolutely go nuts. I don't have a problem with that at all. He's,
1: in fact, left-handed. He's 2% owned, and he's got three home runs already.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's in Cincinnati. So how much, how owned is Scooter Gannett? 2%. 2%. Yeah, exactly. All right. And then who's your A pick, Matt?
1: My A pick, I'm also still chasing that elusive stolen base. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pick on Shelby Miller. Okay. How i to use Travis Jankowski.
0: Okay, yeah, that is the thing that he does. I think that you could do that for sure. That'll be in San Diego, which won't matter too much to him. So how much is a Jankowski on? I have him at 4%. All right, that's too low. If you need stolen bases in your fantasy league, he's not going to do much else. But he's a guy that could, as long as he's playing, and right now he is, he could steal... 40, 50, I don't know, a bunch. He's a speed guy. I'm totally into that.
1: Didn't he, he stole 40 last year, dude. did he not?
0: Something like that, yeah. And he had like 20 RBIs, 14 RBIs, something I don't
1: dreadful. I it, <laughs> it,
0: it was It was dreadful. But if you need a speed-only guy, that is a speed-only guy. He can do that job. All right, Matt, on Wednesday, who are you looking at for pitchers on Wednesday? This is
1: one of the roughest days we've had this it's year. It's real bad.
0: It's it's real bad.
1: Uh, he we were both way too high. He stole thirty bases and had twelve RBIs last year. It was
0: something bad. Yeah, I he's still interesting though for sure.
1: Yeah, he is. He's, okay for Wednesday the nineteenth. There really wasn't much to pick from a lot of guys who were way too owned. You got Garrett Cole versus Michael Walk, I believe both are over 50%. Is that accurate? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Tommy Malone versus Kyle Hendricks. Hendricks, way too owned. Malone, no way. Martin yeah. Perez versus Jesse Hahn. It's hard. To me, it's a hard no on both accounts. I'm not...
0: Martin Perez has been good so far, but no thanks. All right. No thanks. I don't believe that.
1: Uh, Edison Volquez. No. In Seattle. Uh No. One uh, Dylan Covey in New
0: York. No. Not at Yankee Stadium. Not right. in general.
1: Rick Porcello versus
0: Francisco Liriano. No. You could think about Liriano, but no.
1: Brunson Arroyo shockingly making yet another start. Yep.
0: Yep. He's still around.
1: Robert Gisellman trying to pitch his way back into Triple A. Yeah,
0: he's been awful so far. But he's eligible, and I still believe a little bit. And getting the Phillies is a good opportunity.
1: Agreed. Except uh, J.C. Ramirez versus Mike Fires. It's a hard no for—I I don't—
0: There's nothing to like there.
1: You know, picking Mike is just—it's like with Tom Kohler. I know that there's at least like a chance he'll go six innings and only give up like two runs and uh-huh. do reasonably well with Fires. I just don't trust him like whatsoever. Nothing a five runs.
0: Yeah, and you're hoping for some strikeouts there, but pretty much whatever. Yeah,
1: got Tyler Anderson in Los Angeles uh opposite Clayton Kershaw. No, thank you.
0: I like Tyler Anderson. I don't like him against the Dodgers
1: or against Clayton Kershaw in particular. Yeah. Uh, Zach Grinky versus Julius Chassin in San Diego. Which...
0: You've always said you're more interested in him there, but he's been pretty bad.
1: He's been pretty, he's been awful everywhere. Yeah. So the only name left that was really like even intriguing to me is Trevor Bauer going to Minnesota. Okay. And that's my, and that's my pick, and it's a total shrug of my shoulders.
0: Yeah, there's upside there though, and we really don't know what they're going to be doing in Minnesota, so I'm totally fine with that. It's not exciting. I got. Two names for you you didn't mention, and I don't expect you to be particularly excited about either of them, but there are a few more at least worth attention on a tough okay, day. I
1: think I know what one of them is, and you're
0: on, right? The one's Jason Vargas getting the Giants. He's been fantastic this year. Zero six six ERA. He has 14 strikeouts in 13 and two-thirds, and he faced Houston, and he faced Oakland, and Houston's scary. It's only two starts, but this is a guy that used to be a guy, and the last two years has been kind of hurt. I'm not buying yet, but it's not going to blow me away if he's all of a sudden a competent pitcher for the Royals. I don't think he's going to have an ERA under three or anything, but he could be competent. And I'm not that scared of the Giants. I'm not buying yet, but if you do it, I don't think you're crazy in your DFS or something.
1: Hmm.
0: Matt, Joe Ross is back. He's 49% owned. He gets the Braves. He's under the line. He was hurt. He didn't look great in the minors, but he has some talent, and I'm not that scared of the Braves. He has at least a bit of upside. I'm going to take Joe Ross in his season debut at 49% on because, yeah, if he does well, he's going to jump above the line and become a, a well-on guy. But he has platoon problems and Atlanta could be pesky. I don't know. So I don't feel great about it, but I think he has some of the better upside on the day. Wasn't he
1: also like completely awful when he was rehabbing?
0: Yeah, he had trouble in the minor leagues. There are reasons to be concerned here, for sure. It's not a pick I'm excited about, but I'm trying to be more interesting than trevor bauer but i don't know that that's a good idea <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying i uh, it's it's super wise but i'm gonna go with joe ross he's at least more interesting and has some upside and i'm hopefully not too scared of the braves but we'll see and then matt for hitters my c pick if you get real down there i'm not super excited about it but if you want to get real sneaky brandon guyer gets a lefty and alberto mejia while backing up trevor bauer you could do that Still don't know what Brandon Geyer is right now. His job is to hit lefties. He's a very fluky player, but it's a, it's a guy that you could, you could think about real cheap as my C pick. Your boy Adam Lind gets Julio Tehran, and Julio Tehran is good, but he struggles with lefties and has always struggled with lefties. And Adam Lind is left-handed. So if he gets in there, I'm totally fine with that at two. He's still only 1% owned, and as you have said, he can hit for sure, but Matt, I got to take Orioles against Bronson Arroyo. You got to tap into that Bronson Arroyo while he's still in the league before he, you know, gets demoted, right? Take advantage while we can in April. Agreed. To me, it's Seth Smith at
1: 2%. Oh, my.
0: Or old friends Hyunsoo Kim at 1%, both of which are playing, both of which playing against varieties at least, and both of which are hitting so far. I'm going to take Orioles leadoff man Seth Smith. And just hoping that he catches in on what should huh. probably be an ugly day. Okay. What are you thinking, Matt, for hitters on Wednesday?
1: Okay. C pick. Joey Gallo versus Jeff Jesse Hahn at fifteen percent.
0: Mm-hmm. That's too cheap. Did you say fifteen percent?
1: Yeah, one five. I thought I thought so too. That's why I picked him.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's too low. He can he can hit forty homers if things connect right. He could also hit one eighty, but you know.
1: I'm I'm hoping he connects. Jesse Hahn struggles a bit with lefties. Joey Gallo is mm-hmm. in fact left-handed. That's you know the thought process there.
0: Yeah, there's a homeworks to be had there for sure.
1: I think so too. Jesse Han, he also fits the profile of a flyball pitcher. At least he has so far this season. He's giving up a lot more flies than he has in previous seasons. Mm-hmm. Well, in the two starts he's had, he, he there's been a bit more flyballs, and that if that trend continues, or if that actually becomes a trend, I could see that having an impact on you know in, in particular against a hitter like Joey Gallo who doesn't try to put the ball in the air.
0: Yep. Yep. No, I'm fine with that for sure.
1: Okay. Moving on. My B pick, uh, I'm going to pick on Martin Perez with one of the Oakland righties.
0: Okay. Absolutely.
1: That's Trevor Plouffe at 2%.
0: All right. Yeah. They have a number of them, but 2% for Plouffe is too low because he's competent for sure.
1: Okay. I, I've I've got a rules question. Okay. If I pick a guy as my A pick previously mm-hmm. and he doesn't play...
0: I think that's fine. I think we just want to use him each once, so. Okay. I vote to allow it. It sounds like you vote to allow it.
1: Oh, yeah. I I wanted to ask before I made the pick, otherwise I would have gone elsewhere. Yeah. My A pick. Yes. W- once again, back into the Dear Breach, dear friend. Okay. Jeremy Hazelbaker
0: versus Bane. Right. Why not? Why not at all? Especially if he get in there. You got to check your lineup and make sure he's in. What does he own? Zero. Zero. percent. Yeah.
1: Sure. Just, he just been horrific against lefties, especially this season.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And Hazelbaker, you know, he's left-handed. He can hit righties. Yeah. I don't know why he doesn't get in there more often. You know, the the Arizona, you know, you should be able to crack the Arizona lineup. You'd think.
0: But. Yeah. Well, it's a good A pick. You know, you pick him, and Casey gets in, and if he doesn't, on to the next guy. So yeah, I'm into that. I think that's totally fine. Picking against any Padres pitcher is pretty okay with me for sure. All right, Matt. But then Thursday, last day we're looking at on this podcast, Thursday the 20th, on pitcher side, there's some undecideds out there, but from what we're looking at, at least now on Sunday, I had four names written down. It was also pretty thin. There's a lot of good pitchers going. And other bad ones, only a few that you would even possibly consider. All right. Andrew Kaschner gets the Royals. I assume you don't. It's the Royals at least, but Andrew Kaschner is real and inspiring.
1: Also against Danny Duffy, who's been fantastic.
0: Yes. Danny Duffy is good. Zach Davies gets the Cardinals. Cardinals haven't been great, but you're still real not excited about Zach Davies, right?
1: He's getting area over eight.
0: It's been a bad start for Zach Davies. Interesting guy.
1: Rough sledding.
0: (laughs) Yeah. The only other two names I'm thinking about, Clayton Richard gets the D-backs, and Clayton Richard can have things break right for him if the ball stays on the ground and goes to fielders. I don't think he's garbage, but... I've said before the upside with the lack of strikeouts is so low there's just not much to get there you're crossing your fingers to get out of it okay so you can take clayton richard but i don't know how you're going to win your dfs format or anything with him but it's Agreed. a possibility i think the pick on thursday is daniel norris getting the raise and we've gone over this just because Rays against lefties are not that scary right they're using these like I mean, there's Evan Longoria, who deserves respect. Absolutely. Okay. And then after that, you're worried about what? Tim Beckham, I suppose. You're worried about Steven Souza. Derek Norris is there. Their bench right righties would be Daniel Robertson, Peter Borges, Ricky Weeks. Those are all platoon guys that might get in. Like, I'm just not worried about the Rays against lefties, really. So.
1: But are you, are you worried about Derek Norris against Daniel Norris?
0: <laughs> a little bit. The matchup of D Norris's could be a thing, but. For the most part, on what a thin day it is, I mean, you don't want Wade Miley. You don't want Scott Feldman. There aren't that many other cheap guys. Uh I think Patrick Corbin might be eligible. Let me check. He gets the Padres. Yeah, he's 7% on. His whip is 169. It's a little scarier. You might go Patrick Corbin, and I wouldn't blame you. I'm going to go Norris in Tampa Bay and just trust that the Rays can't hit lefties. Um Matt, who are you looking at?
1: Did you say that there's a pitcher with an ear with a, with a whip of one six nine pitching on four twenty?
0: That is Patrick Corbin, absolutely.
1: I think every like thirteen year old boy is like wetting themselves over that.
0: Yeah, that is pretty good. Thank you for connecting the dots for me. But That anytime, is what's
1: Anytime.
0: Who's your pick for Thursday?
1: Oh, for pitching is is Norris. There's okay. Yeah, I thought it was it, it was the obvious pick. Is obvious.
0: So. Yeah, but you sound as like moderately excited as me too. Or it's not a slam dunk, but.
1: Honestly, I'm probably more excited about Norris versus Tampa than I am against of uh, Bauer versus Minnesota. I'll say, I'll, I'll, I'll give it that much.
0: It's passing that threshold, and you can yes. consider Corbin getting the Padres. I don't think that's awful in San Diego, but I think
1: I, I think it's pretty awful.
0: Corbin is not that exciting either. But the problem is, yeah. there's,
1: there's, there's so many righties in that Padres lineup. I mean, it's true. That's true. Renfro, Chalarte, Marco, yeah,
0: everybody. The Rays are going to use a bunch of platoon guys, but the guys that come off the bench to hit are not scary I'm just I'm not worried about it so yeah we're gonna take Nathan Lars on Thursday and then for hitters my C pick a Padres Ride against Patrick Corbin I like Renfro still haven't got him in there yet he's 57% owned he has real power you could definitely connect him in there and then I wrote my two Orioles guys down again feel like I'm against Arroyo I would consider them against Feldman too there's Seth Smith and there's Hyun Soo Kim and I think both are fine Both are totally fine. Just get in on Scott Feldman and the Reds. They're going to be picking on them for sure. But in my A pick, I want the flip side. I mentioned these guys before and they didn't get in. I want Reds, righties, getting Wade Miley. I think I made this pick before as a B pick and they didn't get in. But... You can take Eugenio Suarez, who's off to a crazy start. He's 65% owned. Zach Cozart gets weighed mileage. Zach Cozart is hitting like 500 or something insane. He's just on fire and he's 15% owned. I want Zach Cozart first, uh, cause he's only 15% owned. And if not him, Eugenio. Then after that, we get to the Orioles, but I want hitters from that game because that is an ugly matchup. And I think there are, you know, points to be had there. So okay. Matt, who are you looking at for hitters on Thursday?
1: Okay, my C pick. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 gonna pick on Andrew Cashner. I've already used Brandon Moss, I believe.
0: I don't know that he got in there actually. No, he
1: did. he did not.
0: No, he did, he did not have him on a day when he actually played.
1: Oh, okay. That's good. in that case. Uh, Brandon Brandon Moss at sixteen percent versus Andrew Cashner. I like a lot.
0: Okay. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that at all.
1: My B pick, I actually I've got uh, Seth Smith versus Scott Feldman at two percent as my B.
0: Yeah, I like that. That's who I'm taking Wednesday. I like it on I I, yeah, I like I, Thursday. I'm into that.
1: I, I I like that matchup as well. And lastly, my A pick is in fact Zach Kozart versus Wade
0: Miley. Okay, there you go. Yeah, that's that's gonna be a good matchup for yeah, making things happen there. Cool. There's stuff to pick from for sure. The hitters are more exciting than the pitchers. It's a it's a hitter-friendly okay. week.
1: Yeah, I would agree with that.
0: Yeah, we got an iTunes review. We actually got one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that. Yeah, he he mentioned. Yeah, yeah.
0: We had a match. follower named Barry Baker from the UK who left us a review. He didn't have any real shout out to his mom or anything. Just says he enjoys <laughs> the show, listens to it on his uh, on his walks, and that. Yeah. Oh, the thing I did want to note is he says that he doesn't play DFS, but he participates in a daily matchup Dynasty League. Oh my gosh. That's great that we can help with that, because I think we try to straddle the line a little bit. You know, we're not giving advice for specific DraftKings or fan duels or whatever. as We want to be able to look at picks every day, and hopefully that helps you no matter what format you're in. And so sometimes the problem is we're not specific enough, but also that would be hard to tailor the show to every single format. So yeah, trying cool. to give guys that cover the spectrum, whether they're cheap, expensive, under-owned, whatever format you're in, who who we kind of think will be in a good matchup. So sounds like it helps out Barry in his unique format instead so of DFS, and that's great. So hopefully, you know, you're listening and we're helping you whatever format you're in. I don't play DFS, but I'm in a league with daily lineup changes, which means I can stream pictures and that helps me a lot to look at this, you know, especially on head to head format, you know, and maybe you need some guys over the weekend or something to catch up. So yeah, thanks Barry. Thanks for leaving a review. We appreciate it. And yeah, if you guys want to leave us iTunes reviews, we will read them on the show. We appreciate it
1: good much. or bad yeah it doesn't matter um, the bad but,
0: one's usually really funny oh yeah we, appreciate
1: oh. It. we, we haven't really had, no no, no wait, 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 we haven't really had any bad ones we got the one guy who says i sound like kermit which
0: <laughs> which i which wasn't necessarily bad was actually pretty funny
1: yeah i mean the way he wrote it was like this podcast is awesome this guy sounds like kermit the frog think, <laughs> thanks anyway, uh wanted, yeah, barry again enjoy your walk today buddy thank you for the yeah. review
0: yeah i appreciate it and yeah, and you can also tweet at us anytime like Barry did. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. It's our favorite part of the show, is interacting with you guys. So oh, yeah, feel free to holler at us. Matt, you got anything else before get out of here? Did you play any more softball this weekend?
1: I did not, no. Not
0: yet. Have you recovered at least?
1: A bit, yes.
0: That's good. I'm,
1: I'm, I'm hoping I'll be okay for the game on Thursday.
0: That's exciting. I can't wait to hear about it for sure. We'll record Thursday evening, and I'll get to get the update on your first game.
1: Right. Well, actually, we, we were reading the rules like of this league we're in. Mm-hmm. The, the, first off, the, the the games are capped at an hour time limit, which.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm yeah. actually kind
1: of happy for.
0: Right, which means they're not. Gonna, they're going to be four inning games or something.
1: Um we're set for seven, but I think we're my guess is it's the goal is to like whip through these as quickly as possible.
0: I don't think a seven inning softball game would go in an hour, but who knows? We'll see. Well that's funny. I'm excited to hear about it. Your your report on Thursday. On the next field of streams, Matt's first softball game is what's gonna be in the next episode.
1: I'm I'm excited to play. It's it's you know, I don't know if I've talked about this before. for whatever reason my my swing plane Takes the ball opposite field as opposed opposed to pulling the ball. So um,
0: I'm gonna add another column to the (laughs) spreadsheet for your box scores. We're gonna track how you do through the Uh, year. It's softball,
1: so I I should have like a ridiculous OPS. I would hope.
0: I I I hope hope. so too. Yeah, if you're the OPS plus in that format's gonna be nuts. You're gonna have to be four digits. I would think so.
1: You would hope. You would. I mean, yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway,
1: you you gotta get to work. I gotta. I gotta get dinner on the stove.
0: We gotta run. Happy Easter to you guys. Thanks for listening. Hope your picks work out this week, and we'll be back on Thursday. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Talk to you later. See you then.
1: Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit Fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.